I wanted to take my Bernie supporter hat off for a second. I just look at this, not from uh, whether I support Bernie, whether I don't support Warren, but just from a my BS detector, just from a common sense detector. Obviously, Bernie has a long history of supporting uh, female candidates. So, um, but I, I wanted to take off my Bernie supporter hat for a second and just look at the sequence of events because CNN and then the New York Times and all the outlets have been going nonstop on this, what I think is a faux scandal uh, that Bernie Sanders uh, allegedly said to Elizabeth Warren, uh, a a, a woman candidate cannot win. So I'm going to take you back the timeline of events here. And we actually need to start with 2019. In 2019, the New York Times, and Jen got a lot of this for us, so uh, kudos to Jen. In 2019, the New York Times reported, Sanders and Warren meet and agree. They are both probably running. This is from, excuse me, not 2019, December 2018. Senator Warren, Senator Bernie Sanders met Wednesday night at her condominium, blah, 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 blah. Uh, only the two senators were present, and they were, and they stated that this became what became abundantly clear: that they are both seriously considering seeking the nomination in 2020. But neither Miss Warren nor Mr. Sanders sought support from the other, or tried to dissuade the other from running. Said officials familiar with the meeting. When that is officials familiar with the meeting, that means Elizabeth Warren's advisors, Bernie Sanders' advisors. They were the only two people in the room. Who would be the people familiar with the matter? that would tell the New York Times what was discussed. Elizabeth Warren's advisors, Bernie Sanders' advisors, okay? Key part of this, but neither Miss Warren nor Mr. Sanders uh, sought support from the other or tried to dissuade the other from running, said the, said the officials familiar with the meeting. So again, this is right after the meeting, December 2018. You got Elizabeth Warren's people telling the New York Times, what were the details of this meeting? You have Bernie Sanders peoples telling the New York Times, what were the details of this meeting? There's not a mention that Bernie Sanders told Elizabeth Warren, hey, be careful, you know, Trump would use sexism against you. There's not a mention of Bernie saying anything uh, about the role, you know, the dynamic of a female running for president. Again, common sense. They're the only two people in the room. Elizabeth Warren's advisors are the ones going to the New York Times telling them what were the details of the meeting. Bernie Sanders' advisors, most likely, same thing. So if Bernie Sanders explicitly said, well, I don't think a woman could could win against Trump, Elizabeth Warren's people had the opportunity to say that right then and there. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. So that is the original reporting from the New York Times. Okay? So then we have yesterday. I'm going to show you the first CNN clip here. Apologies if you're on an empty stomach. We have reporting that they discussed ways to beat uh, Donald Trump and that Warren uh, told Bernie Sanders that two major reasons she thought that she would be a strong candidate was because she could mount a robust uh, argument on the economy and that she thought she could get broad support from female voters. Now, four sources tell CNN that Bernie Sanders responded to Elizabeth Warren by saying he does not believe that a woman can win. Uh, Now, we are also told that uh, Sanders expressed some frustration uh, about the 
role of identity politics uh, for Democrats and also that Elizabeth Warren disagreed uh, with Sanders' assessment that a woman could not win. Uh, now, the Warren campaign did not comment. Uh, in response to this story, but Bernie Sanders has just sent this statement to CNN. Uh, I will read it in full. He says, it is ludicrous to believe that at the same meeting where Elizabeth Warren told me she was going to run for president, I would tell her that a woman couldn't win. It's sad that three weeks before the Iowa caucus and a year after that private conversation, staff who weren't in the room are lying about what happened. What I did say that night was that Donald Trump is a sexist, a racist, and a liar who would weaponize whatever he could. Do I believe a woman can win in 2020? Of course. After all, Hillary Clinton beat Donald Trump by 3 million votes in 2016. So that was the original report from CNN yesterday. The CNN reporter says four, four sources, four sources, right? Our reporting is from four sources. No, no, no. It's not reporting. This is hearsay from four of advisors, friends, whatever, in Elizabeth Warren's circle. I don't know why you would call that reporting because obviously Bernie Sanders advisors, only two people in the room, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. Obviously, Bernie Sanders advisors aren't going to CNN to talk about the details of a private meeting that, by the way, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders had agreed to keep private. So... They call it reporting when it's four people, their version of whatever was said. Okay, they pass off that reporting, right? Okay, let's look at a shorter clip. And this, to me, is the tell. This, to me, is the tell that Elizabeth Warren herself spoke with the reporter and fed her that this is exactly what's said without saying you could use it without using my name. Here we go. We do not have an on the record statement from is Senator Elizabeth Warren. The next time we expect to see her, Jake, is on the CNN debate stage tomorrow night, where she will be standing one podium away from Bernie Sanders. Jake. Interested to hear what she has to say. MJ Lee with the scoop. Thank you so much. Let's chew over. So that might seem like nothing to you. There was a key phrase used by that reporter. And if you if you work in journalism, you know what this means. In journalism, you have on the record, which is just what you say, I'm going to report on the record, and the person agrees to it. Then there's on background, which means you could use what I'm telling you, but you can't attribute, to, you cannot attribute it to me. So if Jordan tells Jen something, Jen could report it, what I tell her, but set, can't use my name. Okay, that's on background. And then there's off the record. Okay, so the reporter just said the only person who hasn't spoken on the record the only person who hasn't spoken on the record is Senator Elizabeth Warren. What she's saying there, and if you watch close enough, Jake Tapper was smirking. Elizabeth Warren and I, the reporter, just so you know, that reporter is CNN's reporter dedicated only to covering Elizabeth Warren on the campaign trail. She's been traveling, covering Warren for months and months and months. She says the only person who hasn't spoken on the record is Elizabeth Warren, meaning Elizabeth Warren did speak with this reporter on background. It, it's, it's common sense. That's why she's saying the only person who hasn't spoken on the record is Elizabeth Warren. When you see in written stories, so-and-so would not, uh, did not uh, speak to the New York Times on the record, 
Usually that means they probably spoke on background. So what's amazing to me, and we're going to show it in a minute, Elizabeth Warren and her campaign are trying to depict this as this is not something they wanted to talk about it. They didn't want this to get out, blah, 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 blah. They planted it. There's only two people in the room, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. How dumb do they think the American public is? Bernie Sanders people isn't going to CNN to describe what was talked about. So you have a CNN reporter who is just a useful idiot for the Elizabeth Warren campaign. Elizabeth Warren's campaign is desperate, and I'm about to show you why. So right here is some graphs we compiled. You have beginning of October. Here's a CBS YouGov poll. Elizabeth Warren's at 22% in Iowa. Then you move to the beginning of November. Elizabeth Warren slides down to 16% in Iowa. It's a big drop. What happened between beginning of October, beginning of November? Elizabeth Warren starts moonwalking faster than Michael Jackson on Medicare for All. Then you move to the beginning of December 2019. She slides to 12%. This is from Emerson. Then you move to the end of the year. She goes up a tick, 16%. CBS, YouGov. Then this, uh, I think, uh, end of last week, 15%. Monmouth University. That's 22% down to 15% in the first state. And by the way, Elizabeth Warren's campaign was the first campaign to staff up in Iowa. Elizabeth Warren's campaign was the first campaign to spend serious money in Iowa. Elizabeth Warren's campaign has been described by CNN and the others as having the best ground game in Iowa. I don't know how true that is because Bernie's campaign has a hell of an operation in Iowa. So now we're going to show you New Hampshire, beginning of October, commanding, commanding lead, 32% beginning of October in New Hampshire. She was in first. Then you move to November, slips a little bit, 31%. I think it slipped, uh, it didn't slip as fast in New Hampshire because she's from neighboring Massachusetts, which gives her a benefit. Then you move to December, okay, again. The only thing that changed, Warren starts moonwalking on Medicare for All. We go from I'm with Bernie to suddenly this is a pathway to suddenly, oh, we're going to have a transition to suddenly it's a public option and I'm going to then fight for it in year three. That's the only thing that changes here. She goes from 30% down to 12%, WBUR poll. End of the year, she goes up slightly, 18%, CBS, YouGov. Now, Boston Herald, 18%. That's a gigantic drop, 32% down to 18%. And by the way, thank you, Colin Tooley, who is doing this uh, for us on the fly at his full-time job, so we don't want to get him in trouble. But Colin, just so you know, has a full-time job, and he does status quo on the side, and he's amazing. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Then let's look at Nevada. Beginning of November, 21%. CBS YouGov. Then you move. There was no polls in December, the holidays, less polling. Beginning of this year, 12%. Then you have this most recent week, 11%. That's USA Today. You go from 21% to 11%. I got news for you folks. There's the external polls, and then there's the internal polling. It is highly likely that Elizabeth Warren's internal polling, her internal campaign polling, is showing even worse than the polling that we're seeing. So her campaign had a decision. 
we've already moonwalked. We've already showed we don't have any conviction. We've already showed we're flexible. And that has resulted in this nosedive across the board. We've had, we've had uh, a real, real tough time of expanding our base from highly educated, uh, higher income folks to get more working class people. Uh, it doesn't mean highly educated people are bad. Like I said yesterday, it doesn't mean all higher income people are bad. Uh, but, I mean, the data is the data. Her, she is mostly, uh, uh, her base is higher educated and uh, wealthier people. So she said, well, what am I going to do? Am I going to go at Biden hard or am I going to try and pick off some of Bernie's people? Well, I'm not going to pick off like the male Bernie supporters because, I mean, I'm, I'm not as progressive as him. She knows that. So my best bet, you know, dust off the Hillary Clinton sexism Bernie bros playbook and try to pick off those female Bernie supporters. So what am I going to do? I'm going to whisper little nothings in the CNN reporter's ears it was her advisors and her. Uh, I would put a lot of money down on that, and I don't have a lot of money. I'm going to give them a version of uh, the meeting we had with Bernie Sanders that I didn't give to the New York Times when it happened. Again, if you were here during the beginning of this live stream, the New York Times reported right after the meeting, December 2018, good meeting. Neither of them tried to talk the other one out of running. There were no details. How did the New York Times find out what, who was in the meeting? Warren's people told the New York Times what was talked about. I assume Bernie's people did as also. So if this was said, why wasn't it told to the New York Times then? So here's what I think. And again, this is just speculation. I don't have any intel. But here's what probably happened. Because even people who do not like Bernie Sanders politically have gone on TV saying... I have a real hard time thinking Bernie Sanders, of all people, would just explicitly say, I don't think a woman could win. What most likely happened, and Bernie alluded to this in his statement, what was probably said is Bernie was saying to her, you better prepare yourself because Trump is going to weaponize sexism. And it's a lot, dif it's a lot more difficult for a woman uh, running than a man. To me, that's probably what Bernie Sanders said. Now, you could argue, well, maybe he shouldn't have said that, whatever. But that's not the same thing as, I don't think a woman could beat Trump. Elizabeth Warren might have very well interpreted it that way. But your interpretation of something is not the same thing as somebody saying it, right? If I say you're fat, I said you're fat. But if I say, I don't know if that looks good on you, and you, you, you interpret it as me saying it makes you look fat, well, I didn't say you're fat. That's how you're interpreting it. So, by the way, I don't call anyone fat. Just keeping it real here. So that's what probably was said. But Elizabeth Warren's campaign, because of these graphics that I'm showing you, downward, down, free fall in Iowa over the last few weeks. Free fall in New Hampshire, 32 down to 18. Free fall in Nevada, 21 down to 11. California, she's actually increased a little bit. She hasn't gone down, so California is the exception. But a new poll shows Bernie in the lead in California. She's desperate. So she takes, however she interpreted what Bernie said, and she and her campaign spin it that Bernie actually said he doesn't think a woman could win. And then you plant it with that CNN reporter, 
Then the CNN reporter reports it as this is what was said. Then, again, she goes on and says what I just explained to you. Warren hasn't commented on the record. And then, then the reporter who spins off, who spins off hearsay as fact. Then she goes on and says the only person who hasn't commented on the record is Elizabeth Warren, meaning, oh, Elizabeth Warren has commented just on background with no attribution. Then Elizabeth Warren's campaign, she thought, they thought this would be a really good thing. They probably didn't think Bernie Sanders was going to come out as fiercely to to deny it. They probably didn't think that Bernie Sanders' uh, campaign manager would outright call it a lie. They probably didn't expect the the outrage online. They probably miscalculated. Wait, gee, Elizabeth Warren politically miscalculating? Go figure. Is that a pattern? They probably thought, including female Bernie supporters, were going to be outraged. And when they saw not the case, that's when she came out on the record. And what is she going to do? She has to confirm the lie that she spun. But what's so amazing to me, look how the CNN reporter described it today on CNN. Remarkable now that she, uh, as Alex was saying, has put out this on-the-record statement, right? This is the top female Democratic candidate running for president, now saying on the record that her longtime friend and a top male rival uh, told her over a year ago that he believed a woman could not win. Uh, As to how this is going to play out tonight, though, I think it is very different uh, to put out written statements versus when you are a few feet away from each other. Uh, They are going to be separated by a single podium. It is going to be Joe Biden standing between Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. And I think based on the statement that we saw from Warren last night, even though there was that key sentence that said, I thought a woman could win, Bernie Sanders disagreed. The rest of that statement really emphasized the fact that they have been friends and allies for a long time, that they have a shared vision, that they have worked together for a long time. I think that really uh, foreshadows that she is not interested in talking about any more about this private meeting. Wow, remarkable. So here's the sequence of this manufacturing consent, okay? Elizabeth Warren and her campaign plant hearsay with that woman, MJ Lee, a reporter for CNN who covers Elizabeth Warren all across the country. She's dedicated to covering Warren. As such, she's been traveling for months, only covering Warren. You establish relationships with Warren's advisors. You probably had breakfast with them at the hotels here and there. That's how the campaign trail works. I've seen it when I covered uh, Bernie, Trump, and Hillary in 2016. Reporters and these advisors get very chummy. I did not. So Elizabeth Warren's campaign, her advisors go whisper in your ear, hey, Bernie Sanders said this to me in a meeting uh, over a year ago. You then take four people. It wasn't good enough to have two Elizabeth Warren advisors tell you this. So you made sure to get two more people on Warren's campaign to tell you this. Then you report it as fact. You say, but Elizabeth Warren hasn't spoken on the record even though you already spoke with Elizabeth Warren on background, meaning you spoke with her on background. You could use what she tells you, but not say it came from her. And then, remarkable, now Elizabeth Warren is confirming the story that she planted and I just regurgitated. You see how that works? That's how manufacturing consent works. Elizabeth Warren's campaign passed off their version of a conversation 
I, who knows what's true? There's only two people in the room. She passed off her version of events. There's no true way to verify it because you weren't in the room. The only thing you can do is just get as many people as possible to say this is what was said. It just so happens all of those people, those four people who told you what was said, is from the Warren campaign. You pass that off as a breaking news story. Then your network goes around pushing it for two days. And then you go on air and say, remarkable. Elizabeth Warren has now gone on the record to confirm this report. It's not a report. It's hearsay. Hello? And unbelievably, unbelievably, the New York Times, who originally reported the story over a year ago, saying... They had a meeting. Neither candidate tried to dissuade the other one from running. Then the New York Times, literally, uh, the New York Times literally contradicts its own reporting. This is the New York Times story about the Warren-Bernie private meeting after CNN's report. The tension heightened on Sunday when Ms. Warren said she was disappointed in Mr. Sanders after reports that his campaign distributed an organizing script to volunteers instructing them to portray Ms. Warren as elite and out of touch. It continued Monday when CNN reported that Ms. Warren had told people that in a private 2018 meeting, Sanders told her a woman could not win the presidency. Other news organizations, including the New York Times, soon confirmed the report. How did you confirm the report? You just went to the same four people from Elizabeth Warren's campaign who told CNN this version of events and you got them to tell the same thing to you and that's confirming the report? And if you confirm the report, don't you have to then retract your original report that described the meeting as nothing to see here? The meeting, neither party tried to talk the other one out of running. There was no mention in that original New York Times report of sexism coming up, challenges of a woman running. This is how manufacturing consent works. And I'm not saying this as a Bernie Sanders supporter because if Bernie Sanders actually said that, and again, there's no way to confirm it. That's the truth. There's no way to confirm it. But who am I going to believe on what literally was said? Bernie Sanders, who you could like his policies, you could dislike his policies, but he's not known as a liar. Or frankly, and I don't talk about this a lot because I think there's worse things about Warren, somebody who literally made up that she's a Native American to get her get work and rise up in her career. I mean, that's the truth. Bernie has been diplomatic and not used it. Other candidates have been diplomatic and not used it. But Elizabeth Warren literally... It's not embellishing. She, she made up that she's Native American to, to get prestigious teaching jobs and to move up in her career. Who are you going to believe? I'm not saying this is a supporter of Bernie or a, or a detractor of Warren. I'm just saying this of co- common sense. It, it, and by the way, by the way, it is so... It is not only unbelievable that Bernie Sanders would explicitly say, well, I don't think a woman could win. I mean, like, I truly don't find that even believable, even if he thought it. Do you think Bernie Sanders is stupid enough to say that? Even Morning Joe, the biggest idiots in the world, said this this morning. I, 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 it just doesn't sound like something he would say.
But Bernie Sanders has a long history, not only of saying women should be president and, and, and it's time for a woman president, of actively supporting Elizabeth Warren. Jen found a bunch of goodies before we went live. Let's take a look. This from 2010. Bernie Sanders lobbying to get Elizabeth Warren to run the Consumer Financial Bureau that Elizabeth Warren created. I think most Americans believe that the Wall Street reform bill signed into law yesterday by President Obama is a step forward in the right direction. But I also believe that most Americans feel that given the outrageous greed, the recklessness, and the illegal behavior on Wall Street, which caused the horrendous recession that we are currently fighting our way through, that it is absolutely necessary that we have a strong, smart consumer advocate who will look out for the needs of ordinary people as the head of the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. The American people want someone who is prepared to represent them vigorously and someone who, when appropriate, is prepared to stand up to the very powerful special interests on Wall Street, who have fought so hard for so long against any meaningful consumer protection. It is clear to me that Professor Elizabeth Warren is that person. Number one, she understands what this Consumer Financial Protection Bureau is all about because it was her idea. Doesn't sound like a sexist to me. Then you have Bernie Sanders on Dylan Radigan's show on MSNBC, circa 2010. Again, Jen found this. Here we go. I'm great. How are you? Very good. So I want to split, split this into two different things. One, Elizabeth Warren and her role at the CFPA. Forget whether the CFPA will be effective or not. She obviously is the person you have been wanting. How do you feel about the current uh, decision? Uh, I think at a time when the American people are profoundly disgusted with the crooks on Wall Street and the huge ripoffs that Wall Street is perpetrating against the American people, I think millions of people are feeling better today that at least they're going to have a brilliant and aggressive advocate uh, on their side in terms of Professor Warren. Uh, I've known Elizabeth for many, many years. She is smart. She is tough. And I think she's prepared to take on Wall Street. And I applaud President Obama uh, for giving her that position. What a sexist pig that Bernie Sanders is, right? Then, Bernie defending Elizabeth Warren again, here in 2017. When Elizabeth Warren was shut down from reading a letter from Coretta King. Here we go. And the American people expect from us a vigorous debate on the important issues facing this country. And the idea that a letter and a statement made by Coretta Scott King, the widow of Martin Luther King Jr., at the United States, the letter that she wrote could not be presented and spoken about here on the floor of the Senate is to me incomprehensible. Let the American people judge. And this is how it goes. Mr. Chairman and members of the committee, this is from Coretta Scott King. Thank you for allowing me this opportunity to express my strong opposition to the nomination of Jefferson Sessions for federal district judgeship for the Southern District of Alabama. My long-standing commitment, which I shared with my husband, Martin. That was Bernie Sanders reading the letter that Elizabeth Warren was not able to because Mitch McConnell shut her down. 
I'll tell you, Bernie Sanders has been loyal to Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren, mm, not so much. Don't forget, folks, when you think it's Elizabeth Warren and it's only Elizabeth Warren's campaign doing this, there's always the DNC right behind. The DNC has been pretending to be a neutral arbiter. Well, let's take a look at who the DNC put on CNN today and what she had to say. Our question to say, did you say this or not? She says you had this conversation. You say you didn't say it. What happened? So there is this, um, I'm going to try again, because again, Sanders <laughs> doesn't have any supporters at this table, so I will play the role. I can jump in. Um, but here's the idea. Uh, here's, here's an argument. I have heard plenty of Democratic women yeah. say that they are afraid that a woman cannot win. I, I'm sure that you've heard that, if not maybe even said it at one point or another yourselves. Sanders has his certain blunt style. Maybe it came out wrong. Is that possible? Well, I, I am willing to believe a lot of very bad things about Bernie Sanders. Um, I Actually, it doesn't ring true to me that he would genuinely believe that a woman could not run and win as president. He got clobbered by Hillary last time around, so he's experienced he this before. He doesn't know that yet. But, like, so that doesn't ring exactly true to me, and I think he likely could have been handicapping the race in a very clumsy way. Um, the other thing is, like, these folks are going to fight each other. They're, it's like it's like going on The Bachelorette and expecting to find friends. Like, that's not what they're doing here. They're looking for votes. They're competing against each other. And he should make the point, frankly, like, look, there were two people in the room. And uh, my, my colleague, uh, Senator Warren, has a history of stretching the truth. Uh, and one of her largest lies, uh, her actual DNA contradicts her. So, so an another, another, another issue. Ooh, um, low blow, except the, she pretended to be a wait, Native uh, American. So you want to, that was the low blow. Very quickly, here's the thing, though. It's not just about what may or may not have been said in this conversation. Bernie came into this race with a bit of a legacy. The Bernie bros yeah. were known to have been horrible to women they online. I know plenty of women who would say things like, I mean, there were secret groups of women who didn't want to have to deal with the Bernie bros, so they didn't want to engage online. And the Bernie bros, again, they're pretty obnoxious and they're very sexist and misogynist. So part of it is, you know, it's part of the reason why when he endorsed Cenk Uger and then had to pull that back because of those comments. I mean, he did come in with an impression and a lot of women still feeling pretty raw from 2016 about the fact that, you know, he he didn't stand up for Hillary or have her back or campaign for her, I think, as vigorously as he could have. But also, you know, he never really took on the Bernie bros and said, let's let's tame, yeah. let's calm down. A bit. No, no, that's not true. I, I interviewed him and I did ask him about the Bernie bros. And he said, nobody should be saying things like that. Nobody should right. be saying things oh, like but that. But he that's doesn't. That's not the same thing, Jake. That is not the same thing as saying you should not be threatening people. You should not. When be, it and comes I'm, up, he, yeah. he mostly ignores it. But you're right. When confronted by a respected journalist, he says the right thing. Really, and I'm going to uh, it doesn't he this is identity policy. People of color. He doesn't really engage women. He doesn't think about he thinks in, the thinks country in that way. He thinks in terms of class. So, first of all, you gotta love how Jake Tapper says, "Well, there's no Bernie supporters here." So, well, why don't you book somebody who supports Bernie Sanders? Maybe you have a little power as like a multi-millionaire anchor on CNN. I'm pretty sure you could say to a producer, "Hey, invite a Bernie Sanders supporter on." So it's not just a bunch of DNC Hillary Clinton people here. But I digress. Uh, who was that on Jake Tapper's panel? Bernie bros, even though Bernie Sanders, by the data, has the most diverse uh, by by gender, by race uh, coalition of any, any candidate, the Bernie bros. Uh, who was that? Oh, that just happens to be Karen Finney, who, by the way, was a top 
communications person and press secretary at one point for Hillary Clinton's 2016 campaign. Just the same Karen Finney, who DNC chair uh, Tom Perez, knowing his values, announced as senior advisor to the DNC in June of 2018. The same Karen Finney that, as a consultant, was awarded $10,000 from the DNC just last year. Was that disclosed by Jake Tupperware? That literally the neutral DNC has its senior advisors, senior advisors, consultants that it is paying going on Jake Tupperware's panel. And this isn't the first time uh, Karen Finney, who's a Hillary Clinton advisor, is bashing Bernie Sanders. How's that for neutrality? CNN, I mean, they don't disclose when they have military commanders on that have private defense contract connections, private intel, private security connections, and then push for wars. They don't disclose that. They don't disclose when they have lobbyists on. They don't disclose when they have paid DNC advisors on. This is news. And by the way, of course, any candidate whether it's Bernie, Biden, anybody. Of course, there's going to be people on social media that support the candidate that may cross the line from time to time. You can't wrap that around the candidate. It's social media. It's a cesspool. But from what I have seen, at least over the last three years, I have not seen this Bernie bro misogynistic, hateful thing. I've seen a lot of Hillary Clinton supporters use that as a shield around them to avoid having to talk about policy. I've seen a lot of Kamala Harris supporters use racism and sexism as a shield around them to avoid talking about policy and who they're taking money from. It doesn't mean that a Bernie Sanders supporters has never said a misogynistic sexist thing in their life. Of course, there are supporters out there who have said that. By the way, Joe Biden just openly, publicly This is not in a private meeting. Joe Biden just publicly two weeks ago said, well, you know, Hillary had to deal with sexism, so that won't be an issue with me. He just literally said, me being a man is an advantage. Me being a man helps me, is an advantage to beating Donald Trump. He just publicly said that. Where was the uproar? Where were these same DNC consultants going on bashing Bernie Sanders I didn't hear them say a word about Joe Biden publicly saying, well, you know, Hillary was a victim of sexism and, you know, I have a penis, so that's not an issue. And by the way, do I think sexism played a role in Hillary Clinton losing? Yeah, on the margins. Do I think all of the industrial Midwest having their plants closed down, their jobs sent offshore? Their entire economic, uh, the economics of their communities destroyed because of the neoliberal policies of Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and getting hoodwinked by a fake populist. Did that have a bigger impact than sexism? Yes. Yes, it did. And by the way, Elizabeth Warren is doing this as, I mean, the numbers are getting better and better. 
for Bernie as, every day. There's more polls showing the people are rallying around Bernie. New poll. Uh, bah, 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 morning consult. The latest data, which was drawn from surveys of more than 40,000 registered voters from January 6th to 12th, showed Sanders beating Trump by four percentage points, up from a previous two-point lead, 46 to 42. Although Biden still performed slightly better, 46 to 41, so Biden beating him by five, Bernie by four, Morning's consult noted that Sanders outperformed Biden among independents and younger voters, or those 18 to 29 years old. Quote, some Democrats are nervous that giving Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders a self-described socialist, the party's presidential nomination would make it harder to achieve their ultimate goal of making Donald Trump a one-time president, uh, Eli Yokley of Morning Consult said. However, Yokley added that his that this perspective didn't match its polling results. Sanders performs better than his rivals, including Biden, with groups viewed as the key key to beating the unpopular incumbent. Gee, if you go around and ask any pollster, if you go around and ask any political strategist or analyst who's not lying, what is the most important thing to win a general election? Of course, you got to bring out your base. Most important thing to winning a general election, got to bring out the independents, got to bring out the young people. Bernie Sanders in his career has proved time and time again, he does extraordinarily well with independents, and he is the best candidate to bring out millennials and young people. But he's a Bernie bro. But he said X, Y, and Z that can't be verified. It's ridiculous. And now you have even more ridiculous stories. And again, if Bernie Sanders does something wrong, I will criticize him. I've, I've shown that. But now you have these other stories coming out that are absurd. This from a Daily Beast reporter thinking she's like breaking Watergate. In a scoop... In a recording we obtained exclusively, a person conducting training calls for Bernie Sanders' campaign instructed a volunteer to tell voters in New Hampshire incorrectly that he is the only 2020-er who supports Medicare for All. Then the volunteer asked about Elizabeth Warren. What? Uh, I got news for the volunteer. I got news for the Daily Beast. I got news for America. Elizabeth Warren's plan that she released is not Medicare for all. It's a public option. What Bernie Sanders, and I hope he says it on the debate stage tonight, what his campaign, what Bernie hopefully says, is 100% true. He is the only candidate for Medicare for all. Elizabeth Warren can throw out whatever disclaimer she wants, whatever transition plan she wants, whatever caveat she wants, but her plan is to present a public option. And then, based on a lot of math that doesn't work, I'm, you know, oh, well, we'll pay for it by cutting the defense budget and passing comprehensive immigration reform. Then on year three, we'll pass it then. This is not a Medicare for all plan. Bernie is the only one with an actual Medicare for all bill that he is going to try to enact on day one. So I don't know how that's a story because it's true. D-Dog, 10 bucks. Hey, Jordan, did you hear Tulsi came out to defend Bernie? Good on her, I think. I did hear that. I thought it was good. I actually tweeted it yesterday. Uh, I've had my issues with Tulsi on some things, but at least there's somebody coming out to basically point out the obvious. And that's why it doesn't make sense at all. Why would Bernie Sanders 
to Elizabeth Warren explicitly say, I don't think a woman could want, w- could win. But then in a meeting with Tulsi, where Tulsi's saying, I'm going to run, not say anything. And, you know, who knows? Maybe Tulsi's trying to get in Bernie's good graces. She sees a political opening now that Warren has totally disqualified herself. I would be very, very shocked if Bernie Sanders considered Elizabeth Warren for dog catcher in his administration, much less vice president. But I believe that Tulsi's telling the truth. And I don't believe that Bernie Sanders told Elizabeth Warren a woman can't win. I think it's very likely, as I said, Bernie said, are you prepared for the sexism that's going to come against you? Are you prepared for the weaponization that Trump is going to do on on sexism and your gender? And she interpreted that as, oh, Grandpa Bernie telling me a woman can't win. 